Uh, so this is, uh, well, sort of an incident, really, Kit. Okay. It's a bit all-encompassing, because it involves, you know, a couple of weeks back, I was on holiday, and we went to Spain. Ah. Uh, just for a few days. See. Now, yeah, the Spanish word for Cluedo, as in the board game, is Cludos. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. So this episode, I was going to call Cludos. Right. Uh, but it, was, it could have also, we could have gone down the Friends kind of thing and called it the one about the actor the lesbian and a man called Desmond okay. just so I could have called it Fez Les and Des <laughs> uh, but we may just decide to call it Who Done It okay Who Done It it is an actual Who Done It Spanish style <laughs> before I tuck into the, uh, the the meat of this story I've been aching to ask this for a long time. What in the name of Freddie Laker <laughs> is a f***ing online check-in? What do uh, right. you get yeah. from an online... We're all, look, I'd like to know what you gain from an online check-in. So the last time I looked, my other half, she does all the kind of, you know, all that stuff. Mrs Ninja. Mrs Ninja. She does all of that caper. So she goes, oh, we're already checked in online. We've done the passports and everything. Right. You still turn up at an airport. You still put your cases in at that thing. A woman still takes your passports. A woman still hands you a boarding pass. You still go through the security bit. You still take your belt, your socks, your f***ing shoes, your wallet off. You still go through all of that. You still show your passport to the bloke at passport control. What actually is your benefit of an online check-in? What is it you don't do? Well, it, I think if you're travelling by yourself and you're travelling internally, yeah. I don't mean like up someone's arse or anything, but if you're travelling internally, then it's very easy. You check in, you go through, you go to the, inevitably, the Witherspoons pub in the airport and yes. sit there until your flight is called. Yes, but you've still got to check in. Yes, but if you've done an online check-in, that's very easy because you can choose your seat and whatever else. But if you're travelling and there's you and so somebody else So online check-in is, is choosing your seat, mm. essentially. That's I think it. so, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. There's no other game. You don't bypass any part of the procedure. When you say online check we've done the passports, the case, it's all f***ing <laughs> sorted. No, it's not. Yeah. I've still got a queue in that shitty queue for ages unless you get speedy boarding and go through to the woman who says, can I put your suit case of that. I don't know. I haven't bypassed the process. I, I don't have an answer. Anyway, so we get on the... The, the other thing, by the way, is what, what's the deal with men and flip-flops on the plane? What, what's the idea of dressing for the pool when you're still at Stansted? It's, to get on a plane dressed for the holiday. It's a strange one, because I always think if you're getting on a plane you want your footwear to be relatively sturdy, because yeah. you're going to be carrying cases and, you know, and you don't want to get cold toesies. Yep. So I don't know. So we arrive in Spain. So I don't know where this story, where I should really start this story, because there are, I I guess, three characters uh, that pop up in this. uh, And I I still don't know the answer to the event that took place. Right. So that's the the tease, if you like. So the first person that is involved in this. Have you ever had teppanyaki? Yes. So this is the Japanese art of cooking on a big... A metal plate yeah usually in front of you mm-hmm. and chop it up and fry it and then every now and again toss a spatula around their back to make yeah. it look a little bit more skillful Is fake ketchup so, all of that have you done it have you seen there's a one in uh, glasgow is there where they have like fake ketchup and they squirt it you know like oh no but it turns uh, out it's just cloth oh that old yeah shit. it's like a little bit of theater so teppanyaki is just a genre of japanese cooking so we're in the hotel and uh, we get one night to have a meal on our own. Right. 
because uh, of babysitting detail. And we choose this place. Everyone said it's really, really good. And we go there and we meet uh, an East End couple who are in there. This is Des. Right. And and his wife. How old are Des and his wife? Uh, I would say probably mid-30s. Mid-30s, okay. Yeah. So. And... Uh, it it wouldn't be called Des anywhere else because that age kind of is, the, the name Des supersedes his age in that respect. Gotcha. Like if he was in his mid fifties, he could be a Des. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, well, that's mid- what I thought. Yeah, yeah. But a mid, but only you know if you come out the east ends of London, you can still be a Des or a Les. Well, it's that kind of it's that kind of naming thing still going on. Gotcha. So presumably, his old man was called Des, and probably his old man was called Des or something. So Des was your archetypal Cockney. He was probably, yeah, hello, son, how's it going? You're having a nice holiday, are you and your missus having a lovely time? Sit down, you have some beautiful food in here. And he was regaling about, we just took a walk down the beach, had a lovely bit of tucker down there, came back, sat by the pool, few beers, Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt, you can't go f***ing wrong. <laughs> and he was one of those kind of guys. Yeah. So imagine my surprise when Des, out of absolutely nowhere, I kid you not, that we've seen this, frankly, linguistic faux pas happen before, mm. but I'd never seen it in such an extreme context. When Cheeky Chappy Des, in the middle of talking about his food and how he loves it, he said, he said have you uh, ever before had a teppanyaki? And right. I said, sorry, he went, have you ever had a teppanyaki before? Now, at this point, my other half squeeze my leg which is the international symbol for don't say anything <laughs> and i thought is he taking the piss mm. but he wasn't taking the piss he was doing that thing that some people do by employing what they think is the correct pronunciation right for something uh, despite the fact that set against his cockney accent it was weird and the idea that he thought the best way to correctly pronounce teppanyaki was to somehow to a Japanese accent. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there talking to Des and Mel, who's his lovely uh, partner. Des and Mel? Really? Do you know, I'd never even thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and he's just wheeled out this in the middle of talking about the up the apples and pears. Yeah. Oh, my old man. Teppanyaki! <laughs> so why are you doing that? The problem was, despite the squeeze of my leg, despite the look on my face, it was too late. Des realised I clocked him. Right. He realised I clocked him. And his face went to... I mean, if you stuffed several lemons in his mush at that point, you could not have got a more sour look on a man's fizzog as you did at that moment. He clearly thought, you think I'm a c- <laughs> don't you? <laughs> And my face went, yes, yes. I do. <laughs> and I don't know what it is. The only other person I've ever heard do it in such a weird way. Do you remember a guy called Lucian Morgan who did ghost stories on the old Creatures of the Night yes. every now and again? And he spoke like this. Yes. He was very sort of excitable, a little bit like Tony Hart meets some Shakespearean actor. Mm. And uh, he was the only fella that I've ever met that employed this same weird technique when he came in one night to do some recording and out of nowhere he suddenly said oh we've had a lovely night tonight we went dancing and we danced the tango (laughs) and i remember saying to him you did what he went yes we went dancing before we came here and we did a lovely tango (laughs) and i couldn't because i thought to myself hang on a second you wouldn't you know you wouldn't nip into a news agent's on a hot day and say it's a very hot day out there so do you by any chance happen to have a nice ice cold can of dangle <laughs> in your fridge you wouldn't do that no you try um, not to so I said to him oh that's an interesting way to pronounce it and he went oh yes I'm uh, something like, I like to be very precise uh, 
so I'd, I'd come across this strange, um, which I don't know if it happens the other way around. I don't, know you, I don't imagine you'd have a tourist who would come over from France, for example, and explain to you, you meet, I don't, you meet them on a tube or something, I'm, yeah, I'm coming over from France, it is my own country, but this afternoon I'm getting on the train. That is I'm, not my dog. I'm going to a Newcastle <laughs> for the day. I can't imagine anybody doing that. So whether it works the other way around. Anyway, so by this stage, <clears throat> Des, the Cockney, fucking hated me. He knew, because he was a bit of a streetwise boy, he knew I had rumbled him and he knew why I'd rumbled him. Right. So Des is already... In the, Des wants revenge on me. Oh, that's no. how I. That's how I see it. Anyway, fast forward. I'm by the pool. Um, we're relaxing. Our little lad is playing in the, like the kids' pool. It's about one foot deep, yeah. you know, and they're in there mucking around. And suddenly there were tears. Right. And he'd gone off on one, and he was very, very upset. And what had happened? He'd lost his toy. Right. He'd lost his fluffy toy. Oh. So, and this happened. You know this from raising bands, mm-hmm. that stuff gets lost. It Shit. does. And, we, and it can be a massive shitstorm when it happens. Absolutely. We have been through more than one of these toys. Right. And this this is Whitey the Rabbit. Oh, okay. So, Whitey the Rabbit. And can I just say, is <laughs> not Whitey because he's some kind of rabbit supremacist. Yeah, I was okay, say. Who wants to attack all the grey rabbits in a kind of contemporary Romero-style reworking of Watership Down. <laughs> Nothing like that is going on. Hey, Flopsy, you bug-tooth mother... <laughs> quite like the idea of it yeah but he's not he's called whitey because he's white okay i've not been particularly politically correct with my toys he also has a casper and an al jolson makeup kit (laughs) but anyway what then can only be described as mass confusion took Mm. place so it's very simple i said to him don't worry you've probably left whitey in the room so i am then even that 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 statement in and of itself is is strange So I go up to the... Now, is it just me? And I don't know how this happens. You know what it's like? You go... So you book into a hotel. It's one of those typical package holidays. You go down for breakfast. Am I the only bloke that, regardless of when I go back to the room, some f- is cleaning it? Yeah. Oh, is it just me? No, it's me as well. It could be 10 o'clock. It could be 2 o'clock, 4, 6. There's always somebody f***ing in there with that trolley. Yep. And they've got stuff in it, yeah, and they're yeah. cleaning the place. And the and the the the, uh, the little clipboard with all of the all names of that. And Whenever I go back, they're in the. I'm thinking, hang on, there's 400 rooms in this place. Yeah. you're in mine. Every I've got a 100% hit rate on you being here when I go back to the hotel, and I'm looking for Whitey the Rabbit. So before I go to, the, I should just say that earlier on, as I after I'd woken up, I went out onto the balcony and all the balconies overlook the sea. They sell the place. They go, you can have a sea view. They've all got a freaking sea view. There's, yeah. there's no choice but a sea view. Um, and I look across to the balcony next to me in the room next door. It sort of juts out a bit. So you can see it's kind of in a, in a sort of zigzag. Right. Yeah. So you can see who's next door. And I looked and I thought, no, no. And then it left my head. Right. Okay. So anyway, fast forward to I go back to the room. Utter curse. I'm on one mission to find Whitey the rabbit. Right. Now, when I go in, the woman is in there. She says to me something in Spanish. And I don't know what she's saying to me in Spanish. And she then says to me, where, uh, where are the other the, the cushion? The cushion. Where are the other cushion? And I, so I said, what? what? I, said, I, I don't know what you, I, I can't understand you. I'm sorry, but I've got to look. And I start looking for, and what I don't realise is that she can't find a cushion 
that you know how they sit cushions on beds. Yeah, yeah. We've for some reason had one missing. So I'm in the same room looking for Whitey the rabbit while a Spanish cleaner is looking for a cushion. Right. So we have this mass confusion. She thinks I'm helping her look for a cushion. <laughs> and I'm trying to explain to her that I'm not looking for the cushion. Uh, and you're saying... She thinks, hang on, don't treat me for a fucking idiot. I can see you're looking for it. Yeah. I'm looking under the bed. I'm lifting stuff up. I'm doing exactly what she's doing. However, in the best traditions of weird coincidence, I'm looking for a stuffed toy. She's looking for one of the hotel's cushions. Mm. But we are appear in... The, the choreography of the whole thing is we're, all, we're both looking for the same thing. She's very annoyed that she can't find the cushion. I'm very annoyed that I can't find Whitey the rabbit. And I'm trying to explain to her, no, I'm looking for a, it's my son's gotcha. soft toy. It's whitey. And she says, uh, she says whitey. And then the other girl <laughs> says something in, in Spanish to her. And she goes, ah, oh, ah, oh, okay. We will sort. And it was at that point that the guy from the room next door, because the hotel door is open by mm. the stage, right. walks past. And I suddenly realized who I'm still 99% sure it is, none other than LOLO's Gordon K. <laughs> staying in the room next door. <laughs> A very old right. Rene from mm-hmm. LOLO. Right. He's staying in my hotel. Right. And he looks at me and looks at her. And I thought, if he says, you stupid woman, <laughs> this will be perfect. But he didn't actually say that. No. But he might have thought it. I look at him just like Teponyaki boy <laughs> looked at me. So he's now thinking, hang on, what have I done to offend you? I can see this chaos going on in your room. I don't know what you're arguing about, but I can hear some kind of uh, confusion happening. Yeah. He then throws me a look. I've made enemy number two on the holiday. I've got Des the Cockney. I've now got Rene from Hello Hello, <laughs> both of whom don't like me. Right. And I've now got a Spanish cleaner who's decided she's going to make a phone call and, you know, sort this out. And I said, look, it doesn't matter. I will find it. It's just a soft toy. It's not a problem. She, and she says, no, I can, I can arrange for you to meet him. Who's, who is she going to arrange for me to meet for fuck's sake? I go back down to the pool. I think we can't find it. I've got the bad news. By this stage, he's forgotten about it. He's playing with something else. We carry on the afternoon until a man comes up to me and says, could you come this way, please? Oh. So I'm sitting at the swimming pool and I get invited to the manager's office who, and this is why, <laughs> this is why I'm telling this story, because to be loaded with so many moments of you couldn't make this shit up. Right. The manager of the hotel is called Signor Blanco, Mr. White. Oh, man. So, <laughs> right. I have somehow. <laughs> I'm looking for what. Now, I don't know whether she has confused my asking. I'm looking for Whitey, for I'm looking for Blanco. I have no idea. And. He sits me down, but doesn't look very happy. He said, I understand you want to report something lost. And I said, no, I don't. I haven't lost anything. I thought, is he going to arrest me for the cushion? Yeah. I don't know anything about the cushion. And he says, well, what about, what have you lost? You've lost the, the, the toy. And I said, well, yeah. I said, how do you, what's the cleaner has reported to Signor Blanco that I have lost a toy that shares the same name <laughs> as the hotel manager. And she seems to think I want to put in a complaint about this because... It's. I don't know whether she thinks I've got a gold embossed version right. of Whitey the Rabbit, but either way, Goldie. So the Mal- Goldie the Rabbit. 
So he comes in, and then a man sits kind of just behind me with a notepad writing away. And I said to him, look, it's, it, it's no big deal. I said, there seems to be some confusion. I've, uh, my little boy lost his rabbit. I came up to the room to try and find the rabbit. But by a weird coincidence, when I came up to look for a rabbit, I also bumped into a cleaner who was looking for a cushion. Right. And at the same time, uh, an old 80s sitcom star moseyed <laughs> past my room and ended up giving me a funny look. And this <laughs> conversation went on. And he then seemed to get annoyed with me. And he said, well, tell me, you know, we said, well, try and find the rabbit. And he said, uh, what does it look like? I said, well, it's, you know, it's a rabbit. It's got floppy ears. It's white. It does have a, a black uh, kind of eye thing going on. Um, and it's just a, you know, kid's rabbit. It was at that point when it became apparent what the man with the notepad was actually doing. Because, and I bought it with me, um, he wasn't making notes. He was drawing... <laughs> He was drawing a picture of what he thought Whitey the Rat, like a fucking wanted poster. Oh, man. You'll have to tweet that out. Would you? (laughs) You'll have to tweet that out so people, when they listen to the episode, they can look back at your tweets and see that. So I... So he's... I don't know whether he did this for his own amusement, but anyway, uh, or what he was doing it for, I'm exasperated... The manager spots... I'm making enemies by the second in this place. As this is all happening, who the f*** walks past the window but Gordon Kay again <laughs> from LOLO? With a, I mean, he's already got a funny eye, and that funny eye kind of went a bit funnier as he looked at me and gave me the, the kind of evils. Uh, we're no closer to finding Whitey the rabbit. I've got the description. It's going to do no help by sticking that on the notice board anywhere at all. So my three suspects in the theft of Whitey is either... And I have no answer to it. There's no conclusion to this, but mm-hmm. I'll keep this one hanging and see if we hear from the hotel. We're not that desperate to get... I mean, it Oh, I am now. Yeah. So we've got Des the Cockney. We've got Philomena the Cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I make up the name. Why not? Uh, we've got Gordon Kay from the <laughs> One of those three, I believe, stole the f***ing rabbit. Well... But who nicked it? It's interesting, isn't it? It's also interesting the way that you've got on holiday and apparently your adventure has turned into an episode of Duty Free. <laughs> yeah, Keith Barron would have been the icing well, on the he cake, past, it, if yeah. he'd have uh, shown up. I never did establish, because um, Rene, it, was, it was Gordon Kay, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Rene from Hello, Hello clearly checked out the next day, which makes me wonder whether... I don't know whether... Because he only seemed to get the hump with me when I ignored him at the door. And my other half says, I doubt whether it will be him, because we looked him up on Wikipedia that night, and he was, he's like 80 or something. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think he's been particularly, because he had quite a serious car crash. He, he did, yeah. And I don't think he's been that well since then. So, but I'm, I'm still 99% sure it was Kay, that it was Rene. Right. Wouldn't that be fantastic? But I will now never know. So could he have, st- I don't think he stole the rabbit, because he only got the hump post-rabbit loss. Right. Cleaner. Why, why would he? I, well, yeah, but exactly. if he got the hunt with me, he might have thought, I know what I'll do. I'll steal his Because here's the stuff of sick. I'll steal his yeah, kid's rabbit. Yeah. I'll create merry hell. Um, Philomena the cleaner might have stolen the rabbit in exchange for her belief that I stole her cushion. That's true. Which, yeah. by the way, isn't her f***ing cushion, so get over yourself, love. Yeah, honestly. And Des the Cockney. Des the Tapayaki <laughs> Cockney. I reckon my money is on him. 
Because ah. he's got the greater motive, because he could have nicked it the next day and thought, oh, yeah, because we saw him around the pool and stuff. And they just that, you know, all right, all right. Um, but he was never going to talk again once he realised I'd rumbled his bad Japanese accent. Right. Well, what do you think? Tweet Ian now. Cludos. Uh, I don't know. But we will maybe on the next episode we'll reveal a little more well, about the, the incident of Whitey the Rabbit. That's some incident. It is. Shall we record one again in a couple of weeks' time? Yeah, I think we have to now. Until then, goodbye! A Big Things Media Production. Big Things! Cheapy Chappy. Cheapy Chappy Cockney. Cheapy Chappy. <laughs> it's good at the end.